Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. I am Pastor Nadine Rowley of Thirsting for the Word, um, of Thirsting for the Word Ministries out of the great city of Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Good evening, good evening. I thank everyone for joining us today. If this is the day that the Lord has made, I thank you tonight for taking the time to come on and join the young men and young women worldwide, revival ministries in God under the tutorage of Overseer David Carpenter. Again, I am Pastor Nadine Rowley of Thurston Furniture Ministries. I will be your host, Nadine Rowley Washington. Forgive me. I will be your host, and I will be tonight. The Lord has given me a word for you. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before you, tonight, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for this day. We thank you, Father God, for allowing us to be alive, Father God. We thank you for all that you instill in us, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Ghost, Father God, that comes in to um, to hold us accountable for our actions, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for such a word tonight, Father God, that you're having to go forth for the women tonight, Father God. And I think that the men also could get something out of this tonight, Father God. We ask you, Lord Jesus, we ask you to heal the sick, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask you to heal the sick tonight, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we ask you, Father God, to Give 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 everyone a financial blessing, Father God. Those that you feel that deserve it, Lord, give them a financial blessing in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we ask you, Father God, to let there be no hindrance upon his service, Father God, as we go about preaching and teaching your word tonight, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We Lord, we ask you, Lord, to um. Let those that have an ear to hear, hear your word tonight, Father God. We ask you, Father God, to touch their hearts, Father God, to touch their hearts so they can learn, Lord Jesus, what it is to be a powerful woman, and not just a powerful woman, but a powerful woman of God, Lord. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to open their hearts, Father God. Open their ears, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to hear, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Do this for your glory, Father God. Help us to be on all on one accord. Let there be no hindrance. And, Lord, let this word go forth, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I'm a little lost for words, but, um, you know, Father God, you know. You know, Father God. What needs to be said, what needs to be done tonight. So, Father God, I, I, I leave it all to you. 
I leave it all to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, it's in your precious name I do pray. I give you all the honor and all the glory. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, I say welcome. We have not been on the line for a while, and we're just starting back up. We've had a lot of technical difficulties, and as usual, life always seems to get in the way. So we just thank God for allowing us to come back on the line. We thank God for opening it up for those to be able to um, hear. For those to be able to come on the line, Father God, and we thank you, Lord, for the word that's going to go forth. Our announcement goes as follows. It goes as follows, our announcements. Every first and third Wednesday of the month, we have Wednesday night revival where we have a guest speaker to come on and preach to teach the word. Since this is the um, first Wednesday of this month, I will be opening up on the first Wednesdays of the month. And I believe Overseer Carpenter might step in, will be stepping in every Sunday or every other Sunday. But for this first Wednesday, I will be opening up and um, I will be preaching on the power of a submitting woman. Amen. That's a strong one and not an easy one to preach, not an easy one to abide in. Then we have our third Wednesdays at 9 p.m. We have our third Wednesdays. And again, we will have the same theme, the power of a submitting woman, and we will ask you to join us. On Sunday, we will have, I believe, it's Pastor Rose Anderson out of, out of the great state of California. Please come and join us our second Sunday. And then our, for our fourth Sunday, I can't quite get remember the preacher's name, but I know it's going to be a powerful word that's going to come forth. So please, if you find yourself not busy and you like something to eat, something engraved upon your heart, something to open you up, something to make a change in your life, come join us. Come join us in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Please. And now... It is time to bring forth that word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good evening, everyone. Tonight I will be coming out of the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 21 through 24. I will be using the King James Version. And it reads, submitting yourself. I'm sorry, I seem to be a little fast on this. Submitting yourselves one to another in fear of the Lord. Verse 22 reads, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Verse, verse 24, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything. Now I would like to share with you that I did not believe that I should preach this, but who better than a wife? I am a strong black woman who believes herself to be, who believes herself to be independent. God had to, and he is still working on my heart and my mind to deflate my ego. I learned that woman thou art loose 
with T.D. Jakes, that you can be a prosperous, you can be prosperous and still be lonely. And that, and that is not what the Lord wants for his children. He doesn't want that for us wives. He doesn't want that for us ladies. These characteristics will lead you to and hold you right there in the act of disobedience to the Lord. Okay, I've gotten that on my system. Let's go on to the word of God. Verse 21 speaks about a submitting. It's about submitting yourself one to another person. And it is not just referring to a husband and a wife submitting themselves to one another. It means, it's talking about everyone, that we all should be submitting one to another. We have to all be on one accord. We have to all be there for each other. Well, I ask the question, what does the Lord mean by submit yourselves one to another? And how do we go about doing it? Well, I came up with um, to submit yourself to one another, you must be willing to give up your will. You must be able to agree with each other as well as others. Not about what you think, but you have to think on what others think, even if you don't agree with it. Just agree to disagree. Be a companion to one another and to others. That lonely person standing at the bus stop is looking gloomy or sad. Speak to him. Encourage him. Give him a few words of encouragement. Be willing to give up your, the thing, give, give up your way of doing things and allow other, others to step in. See, everybody should work in their own gift. And working in your gift is not going to help someone. So let someone work in their gift. And if it's not for you, then you don't have to join in, but you can stand to the side and encourage them and lift them up. Long as it is something of God, if it's something not of God, then you shouldn't involve yourself in it. Be able to allow someone else to lead beside yourself. Keep in mind that the Lord tolerates and forgives you of your mess. So you, who are you not to forgive others of their mess? The Lord says we have, must approach each other in a way that will help other each other, not that we're down each other, put each other down, but that we should help each other. That's powerful. We should help each other. We should be there for each other. We have to respect each other and be willing to go the extra mile for each other as well as others, as well as strangers. That's what the Good Samaritan did. We have to help that stranger out on the street. Now, I was in Kmart. They're closing down here, and a young lady said her phone died out, and she didn't have a way to get home, and she needed to call her husband. And I willingly gave her my phone to allow her to call her husband. That was power. That was power because I was able to um, submit to another person. Submit. I was able to submit to another person. Whether it was man or female, I was able to be of help. We have to be willing to help help the situation and not take control or destroy it. This, ladies, will give you power in the long run. And then we are asked to submit to one another out of respect of our Lord and Savior Jesus to Christ. God, he wants us, you and I, to love and show respect for each other and others out of respect, out of respect for him, and just like the respect that we have for him, 
We have to show it, just like we have respect for the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to have respect for other people. And we need to first start with having respect for ourselves. If we claim to believe in God and we believe that he, God, is the Lord of our lives, then out of respect for him and all that he has instilled in you and I, we should have respect for each other. As again, as I said, as well as others, as well as the unbeliever, and not just for yourself. Verse 22 talks about wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as well as the Lord. Well, Lord, wives, I'm a wife. I am a wife, a wife to my second husband. You know, this one was a hard one for me. This, my first marriage was a hard marriage. And up until recently, so was my second. Because I decided to I decided to give it to God and not stop trying to hold it myself or stop trying to control it. But be quiet. Because in, in being quiet, you got more power. You, you're not going to always get it right, but you're not going to always be able to control it. So if you don't, if, if it's not a, a situation where it really needs to be, where you need to get it over that point across, then just let it go. Because later on, he will come back to you. Or she will come back to him and say, you were right. Mm-hmm. And that's power, being able to admit that you were wrong and being able to admit that someone else was right. I will be honest with you all. I work hard at understanding my husband. I work hard at trying to support him and what he does and what he says. But at times it can be very hard. But then on the other hand, I know for him at times it could be hard to support me. And at times it could be hard it could be hard for him to be there for me and understanding me. But I know that with God's help and God God's power upon our lives, he'll gotta work it out. In Proverbs five and twenty one, it talks about the Lord's eyes seeing everything. See, I know that the Lord, I know, I know people say, oh, he knows my heart. I, I know that the Lord knows my heart. I know, because I know I know, because he helps me in so many different ways. He convicts me in so many different ways. See, and I'm willing to take that conviction. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. I'm willing to say, okay, all right, Lord, I give in. I bow down. I ask your forgiveness. You know why? That's power. That's the power. That is power. Because I strive. I strive to understand others. I strive to understand my husband. I even have time, at times, have to strive to understand myself. I don't know how many ladies on the line understand. We have to strive to understand ourselves. Because sometimes some things that we want or some things we want to do, we know it ain't right, but we're still trying to make an excuse for it. And there goes the power out the window because you done threw the power away because now you want to be in charge of everything or you want to take God telling you no, but yet you're going to go in here and do it anyway. That's not power. That's stupidity. That is stupidity. And these kind of attributes, they will give us no power. They may give you more harm than they will give, than they will give you rewards. Wives, we are to love, we are to love our husbands. 
understand him and support him. Just like the Lord, he understands and supports us. You know, ladies, we 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 don't we we say we find ourselves struggling. With, we can't find ourselves struggling to love our husbands because we married him. We might not always be in. We might eventually not be in love with them, if it comes to that. But we will always love them because love lives in the heart, and love is a very powerful. It's very powerful. It is very powerful. You will always love your husband. You will always love your child. You will always love your mother, your brother, your father. You will always love them, your grandbabies, if you got any. You will always love them. But you may not be in love with someone or with them, but you will always find love from them, just as the Lord Jesus Christ has always found love for you. We have, to, we have to go on with that and learn agape love. We have to learn how to love people when we don't want to, when they walk in a room and, and, and you say, oh, here they come. You have to learn how to change that up and, and look in your heart and say, God, help me. Get put on that agape love. Walk in that agape love because it ain't always easy. It's a struggle. I tell you, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. But we have to learn, and, and that's where the power comes in. We're able to turn within ourselves and say, Lord, help us. Help me, Lord, today. Help me, Lord, tonight. Help me to get it right. See, I, I talk about breath prayers in here in, in this sermon. I, I say that whenever you feel like you're going to do something wrong, whenever you, you don't feel like you can su- submit to your husband, whenever you don't feel like you submit to your job, Whenever you feel like you ain't submitting to the Lord Jesus Christ, you better drop right there and there. Now, some people can't get on their knees because I can't. But you can say a breath prayer, and it don't matter where you are or what you are doing. If in within yourself, you can pray. You can pray. Breath prayers are always available, and a breath prayer is very powerful because a breath prayer can turn a situation around right then and there. No matter what the situation is, a breath prayer will make a difference, and it will change things. But you have to be willing to receive that breath prayer. You have to be willing to obey what the Lord is saying to you in that breath prayer and watch the power that you receive. In verse 23, it goes on to say that, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. We talk about Christ is the savior of the body, not the husband. Yes, our husbands are the head of our family, not in all situations because there's a lot of single parents in our, in, in our houses. But even if your husband can't provide for you, and even if, even if, he, um, even when he cannot provide for you, he can still protect you. He can protect you with words. He can physically, physically protect you, which, God, we hope don't come down to that. Then he can always be your helpmate. That helpmate that when you can't do something, he's right there to do it for you. He'll go that extra mile to fix that food dinner, to fix that breakfast, to fix that lunch. He'll go that extra mile to clean the house. He'll go that extra mile to wash the dishes. He'll go that extra mile to wash the clothes. He will go that extra mile. And, ladies, we are 
we are supposed to be in the houses doing those things, but then there are some people, as myself, that can't always do it. So I have that husband that goes that extra mile, and that's his power. That's his power. That's the power that the Lord gives him to be able to be there and to help, to be a help. Now, he doesn't just help me. He helps a lot of others, and he doesn't ask anything in return for it. He doesn't ask anything. You know, people think that uh, you always got to have a, fi- it always got to be a financial um, situation or money. There is no power in money. You can have all the money in the world and be lonely, be lonely. You can have all the money in the world and be broke. You know why? Because you're not doing the right thing with it. You don't know what to do with it. Power comes from understand, love and understanding and supporting and encouraging each other. Not the dollar bill, y'all. Not the dollar bill. We must provide unconditional love to each other and others. We, we can't just provide unconditional love to a Christian. We have to provide unconditional love to those that are not saved. And you know, you know what? That's a powerful thing when we take. And we're, we're, we can take and uh, love on someone that's not in the church, love on someone out on the street, love on a homeless person, buy them something to eat, feed them, give them your food that you already, you didn't eat at all, give it away. Give them that soda, that water, something they might need, something to drink. Don't see them going in the trash. We were in Philadelphia last week, and uh, the man was going in the trash. My husband took some of the stuff out of our bag and gave it to the man that we had to eat. And that's powerful. That's powerful because he has the gift of giving, the gift of giving and the gift of help, helping. Those are powerful attributes to have, to be able to give, to be able to help. Then you got to have that attribute of comforting. To be able to comfort someone. See, that's my that's one of my strong points. I'm a giver. I'm a I'm a helper, and I can comfort you. And even if you come to me and talk to me, and and I don't say anything, I'm listening because I need you for you to get out all that you need to get out. And then I need the Lord Jesus Christ to speak to me and tell me what He wants me to say to you, not what I want to say to you. Now that's power, knowing that it has to come from the Lord Jesus Christ and not from yourself. That is power. That is power. Unconditional love is a powerful attribute. When it seems like the whole world is turning against you and someone out of nowhere, if your husband, your wife, or someone out of nowhere comes and comforts you, give you that hug when you're like uh, we had a young woman walking down the street. She's just screaming and crying everything that just happened to her. And we, 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 we stopped her and we I held in my arms. And we formed a circle around her, and we just started praying. And there was nothing but the power of God. Because at that moment, she didn't know it, but she crumbled in my arms. And the power of God said, love her, encourage her. We encouraged her. We, one thing we didn't do, we didn't get the phone number. And I, I, you know what? But I'll tell that testimony because I believe God took care of it. I believe my father took care of it. It says, it says, we must be there to embrace and encourage each other. Embrace each other with words, 
Embrace each other with love. Embrace each other physically. We must do these things. These are powerful attributes that God give us to help this world, to help this dying chaos world, this melting pot. This is a melting pot. To let somebody know that even when the worst thing seems to be not the worst thing seems to be coming that's happening, you done got the worst diagnosed. I'm gonna tell you, it's all right. It's gonna be all right. Because I'm see my father's saying to me, is I'm not gonna tell you something that just I believe. I'm gonna tell you what my father's saying to me. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. We have to, as Christians, be ready to provide a listening ear. Ladies, be ready to provide a listening ear to your husband. Even though you might not want to hear, it's power in that listening ear. Even when you don't want to hear it and may not fully agree, always agree with what he is saying, you must be there. You must have that powerful ear to listen to a stranger to your fellow Christian brothers and sisters. And I talk that natural ear. I'm talking about that inner ear. Because I'm going to tell you that natural ear closed up and don't hear nothing because it don't want to hear what you're saying. Because I, I have been on, I was on a train recently and uh, coming from Texas, and I know a young woman just started talking to me. She started telling me her whole life story. And at first when she came out, Lord, I'm tired. I really don't. And God said, this ain't about you. She needs to talk to you. And we rode on that train. We got on a train and we sat together and we talked. And I encouraged this young lady and, and I encouraged her to make some changes in her life because she was into some things that she shouldn't have been into. And I told her, I said, your life, is, your life is going down the drain because you can't continue to live like this. I see the tears in your eyes. I know that you've come and you're talking to me and you're telling me all this because you're you're ready to make that change. So I'm telling you, it's all right. I'm encouraging you right now here and there on this train to make that change. She took a phone call. And as she was talking, I looked at her and I said, mm-mm. Her words changed up, and she made that change. The response that she got back from her partner, the, the guy that she was talking to, was altogether different because instead of her getting smart and saying something out of the way, what she did was she said, okay, I may, I'll try to do, do better when I get home. So wives, man, woman, whatever, you have to submit. Why submit? If when when you people when you submit, it can lead to commitment. Between your husband says that my mouth gets me in a lot of trouble, and I ask him why, and I under, I know I do understand that I'm a very strong, powerful woman because I just don't take anything from anybody. But I'm coming to the point where. I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you. That's why I said God is working on me. I hear you, and I'm learning how to, what was it? Shut up. See, in this house, we provide each other with the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even, even if um, we do not quite understand what the verse is saying, we go and study it and then discuss it. 
Sometimes it might give me one thing, it might give him another. But the power was that we shared it. The power was that we are learning it together. As we watch gospel people, we're learning together. Wives, we have to learn and realize that we need husbands just as much as they need us. But I'm telling you about the power for us. I'm telling you the power for us is to shut up. Shut up. You don't always need to finish a sentence. You don't always need to get the last word. You don't always need to begin the word. Shut up. Shut up. I have to practice that a lot because my, my husband will make you go ballistic on him. I just be quiet. Be quiet. Because God always speaks back to both of us. Wise, we have to be each other's protectors, protect us from the human race, and sometimes we have to be protected. We have to be protected from our own selves. Ain't that deep? We need protection from our own selves. The Lord Jesus Christ protects us from ourselves. And sometimes he'll give our husband a word to step in to protect us from our own selves. Hallelujah. We have to allow our husbands to be the head of the house. Just as the Lord Jesus Christ is the head of the church, the Lord, he provides us with a house to worship in and a physical house to live in, as well as a, a spirit to dwell within us, that Holy Spirit to comfort us, to comfort us. When you become saved, you gain power. When you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, you gain power. When you're ready to confess your sins, when you're ready to turn away from them, when you're ready to repent and ask for forgiveness, you gain power. You gain power. See, these houses that the Lord gave us in both of these houses, the physical and the spiritual, in both of these houses, we can get gather together in his name. In both of these houses, the spiritual and the physical, I mean the, the worship house and the physical, we can be on one accord with each other as believers and other people, others. Remember, everyone that goes to church is not saved. So you might, you want to find some people in the church that's not saved, but you can be on one accord. Because if people that's not saved, they actually can, they actually, they, believe it or not, they can actually do, do right. Believe it or not. In both of these houses, we are to pray together. In both of these houses, we are worship together. In both of these houses, we are to lift each other up and encourage each other. Ladies, do not, do you not see the resemblance of the houses? The same characteristics should be displayed in each house because the church in our house should be the same as the house of the Lord. The church the body of Christ, and what's inside of us should be as the Lord, as the, the spirit of the Lord is dwelling in us. It should be as the house as the, uh, the, mm, the house of the Lord. Mm. When people, when we walk in a room, our light should shine. When we walk in a room, somebody should say, i like to know her or him. i like to get this. I want to be like him. That's power. That's power. When we walk in, when we go places and we receive those, you say, oh, I got a blessing. They just showed me favor. 
When we when we walk in there, when we get that favor, that's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the power he gave you because you treated that person nice. You were nice. You 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 knew how to talk to someone. You encouraged them or you made you made their day by coming in and being a customer that was not nasty. I just went in the store Ross. I found a beautiful red suit. I seen it two weeks ago. I didn't want to pay the price. Because I'm cheap. I'm going to be honest, I'm cheap. I go back the other day, and I found it. They, I said, well, did they put the wrong ticket on? Girl said, this is what it is. It was $20 cheaper than what it was. And I bought that red suit. Beautiful. Beautiful red suit. So know your, know your power. Know your power. Know the, know the blessings. You, you'll call it the blessings. The blessings. Know the blessings. Just as God is the head of the church, he has placed man as the head of his believers' houses. Because he is the Savior of all creation, and the church is the body of Christ. Or shall I say the body of Christ is the church. In verse 4 it says, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Just as the church is Christ's bride, we too are our husband's bride. Christ has endowed so much. He has put so much into the church. And it is within us. It is within us. Not to see, we people look at the church walls. God is God has put so much in us. His creation. He has placed so much in us. And just as the church submits to Christ, so should we submit to our husbands. All unto God, God's word, God's way of doing things. God, God, God. Christ is the bride to the church, and we are the bride to our husbands. Amen. Amen. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, for this this word of God that you put into my and put into my heart, into my mind. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the words that you have allowed, you have allowed me to preach to your people, Father God, to preach. I believe when you preach, you should teach. So I'm going to say preach and teach to your people. Father God, I thank you for giving me this chance because, Lord, I've given up. I said, Lord, I, I don't, you call me a pastor? I ain't no pastor. I'm done with that. I'm done with trying to get these people to come to church. I'm done with trying to get these people to go to come to Bible study. But you know what God said? It ain't about you. This ain't about you. This is about my word, my people, my people getting saved. So you are not done. You are not done until I tell you you're done. And last Wednesday on the same line, I recommitted myself back to the Lord Jesus Christ. I felt so out of place. I felt so alone. Even in the midst of all the people traveling and being around people, I did not feel right. But when I committed myself back to the Lord Jesus Christ, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. My God, my God, how powerful is the Lord Jesus Christ? How powerful. God is just so good. God is just so good. Lord, I thank you for that word. I thank you, Lord, for the healing of Sister Beverly next door, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Mm. 
Glory be to God for the healing of Sister Janet upstairs, Father God. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you for bringing your child back home. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 My God. My God. Would you pray over me, honey? We just thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Lord, restore the virtue and the energy and the power that you have used out of your servant, Heavenly Father, to bring forth the word, Heavenly Father, that can convict and convert sin to sin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 If there's anyone on this line that do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you can speak now. And we will lead you, or you can pray and ask God to come into your heart. I know a lot of times people don't speak up. People don't say anything. But I pray that this word that went forth will open up your heart, that you'll want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Is there anybody on the line right now that would like to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? Amen. 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 Is there anyone on the line that would like prayer? Well, I'll ask my husband to do a corporate prayer. Minister John Washington. Lord, we thank you, praise you, and worship you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just ask you to go past every home. That's in the sound of my voice, Heavenly Father. And those that don't know you in the pardons of their sin, Lord, convict them unto conversion in the name of Jesus. Lord, go with the pastor of our family, of our children, grandchildren, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, no matter where they might be. Lord, we even ask you, Lord, to go with the politicians. Yeah. And, Lord, help decorrupt the politics that's here in America, Lord. Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, honey. Amen. 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 Is there anyone else on the line that would like prayer? Amen. Is there anyone on the line that would like to give an encouraging word for the word, about the word that just went forth? Would you like to give an encouraging word? Well, first I'd give honor to God and thank God for Jesus Christ and for saving a wretch like me. Uh, give an honor to God, uh, my wife, and overseer and all of us listening. Uh, she spoke on it differently, and and I so happened to see it or to read it. You know, I, uh, I always see it. I always seen this as a husband and wife situation, but it's not only that, as I read into what she was reading uh, in my Bible, uh, which I was using the study Bible to uh, follow, it's not just for husband and wives and children and parents, but it was for submitting, as she, as my wife said, submitting one to another as we submit unto the Lord. So. 
keep up the good work. And as we submit ourselves unto the Lord, let's also treat our fellow man and woman equally. And thank you. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else that would like to give a comment or an encouragement word? Well, at this time, as Overseer always says, we walk by well, we walk by faith and not by sight. So at this time, young men and young men weren't women. We thank you. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for taking the time out and listening. And we ask that you would join us again on the third Wednesday and on the second Sunday. The second Sunday at 7 o'clock and on the third Wednesday at 9 p.m. Please pick up the phone, dial the number, and join us. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. We close this out with a amen, amen, amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.